Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. How sick are you, Isaac? I wish I was smoking something. No, smoking a cigar right now. Stop. That would make um, you more sick. <laughs> that is actually kind of true. Uh, I'm going to, so I'm going to Cancun in a couple weeks for my anniversary, and... We're actually going with some friends. Some friends are going to go with us, and I was kidding him because I do like an occasional cigar here and there. But it's an all-inclusive resort, and I was like, man. And if you know, listeners smoke cigars a lot of times, like that, or at least for me, the smoke does something to my like taste buds and stuff. It jacks up your taste buds. I'm like, man, I want to go down there and smoke like at least three or four cigars, and but man, it's like it's gonna like jack up my taste buds for like a whole week for this food <laughs> that I paid for. So I'm in this like dilemma right now. It's like weighing your options. Do I want to enjoy this or do I want to and then not enjoy food as much? Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to think about my job. Well, I like my new job, but I don't want to think about job. I don't want to think about Nerlens Noel signing. No. I don't I don't want to think about any worries. I just want to sit on a beach and smoke a cigar with my beautiful wife. But And that's exactly what you should do. <laughs> I do I have a question for you. How many points will Dennis Smith Jr. score on Dennis Schroeder in night one? A thousand. <laughs> no, I think he'll score like four and everybody will freak out. <laughs> Just be like. Well, what if he scores like 34 and everybody freaks out? Oh, that'd be more? the best. That'd be so fun. You know, that'd he's going to get a poster that like first game. Yeah, because who on the Hawks is going to stop him? <laughs> M- Mike Muscala. Muscala. Moose. They don't have Roy I'm, Hibbert, right? For some reason, I feel like they have Roy Hibbert. <laughs> I think he's a free agent. No, they have that. They have the Plumley. They have the worst Plumley. Oh yeah, the middle, the that. middle worst Plumley. Let me just clarify that because there's <laughs> three. Worst. They Miles. have Deadman too. Oh yeah, okay, Deadman. Just sign him. No, he'll, he'll poster. He'll poster Miles Plumley. That'll be great. <laughs> so as. Isaac alluded, the schedule did come out today. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about that, but we are also going to go into our all-time Dallas Mavericks team because 2K is doing the all-time teams uh, for NBA 2K18. And so we're going to go through that. We're going to list 12 players in our depth chart and what we're going to, you know, how our teams are going to uh, play out. But before we do that, a couple things to get to. First of all, next week. We can't call it finals week. I figured I, 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 something told me that I can't call it finals week. It was Isaac. But some, we, something told me. Because we all associate finals week, or at least a lot of fans, with that week in June that every year when that week hits, yeah. people start sharing videos and tweets. and It's, it's like that early time. June week, you know, yeah. like uh, till June 6th which, or something like that. Which we could have did it then because it's not like the house was playing. 
which we could have done, and I had the idea back then. However, we had draft stuff we were working on. You know, we had just taken over the pod. We had literally taken over the pod May 31st. So that, that was our first pod. So I kind of hit that. That Actually, you know what? We screwed this up. We really should have done that. That should have been our first week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. This right. is fun. It gives fans to something to do this offseason. So if you don't know, if you didn't listen yesterday and didn't check Twitter, we are doing, let's call it an NBA Finals review. 2011 review. We're going back. We're going to check. Uh, we're going to check back on the 2011 finals. We're going to do seven pods. We're going to do a preview pod, and then six uh, episodes talking about and recapping every single game. So if you didn't watch the finals, or if you just want to remember the 2011 finals, uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to recap every single game. I've been watching the games the last couple of days. We also have a lot of good guests scheduled uh, on the slate. We got Chuck Cooperstein's going to do an interview with us. I'm going to the studio to talk to Jeff Skin Wade about that. Uh, and do an interview with him. Uh, I'm going to talk to some other guys about it. There's also a couple Mavericks we could be talking to uh, that are in the works. So we're working on it. Uh, it's going to be a really good, really fun week. And then we're going to take off that week that Isaac's going to go decide whether he's going to smoke cigars or eat good food. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to take off that week. But yeah, so that's next week. And so what we need you guys to do until then is to go to iTunes, go to the Lockdown Mavs page. Give us five stars and then comment and in your review, say your favorite memory from the 2011 finals, whether that's how drunk you got afterwards, whether that was, you know, the comeback in game two, whether that was, you know, Deshaun Stevenson's how, how's my Dirk taste shirt, you know, whatever it was, whether it was the call at the end, whether it was, you know, just hearing that the Mavericks are the 2011 champions, whatever it was, go to iTunes, give us the review with five stars. We'll read every single one of them on the podcast. We are super excited to hear what you guys you know have to say about the 2011 finals, and uh, we're just excited. It's fun to go back and watch and uh, and look at some of these games because there's just some weird stuff that happened in some of these games. I just watched the Dirk Fever game, G- game four. I just watched that one. Uh, there's just some weird stuff. There's a I think in game three there's a drink spilled on the ground that took like three minutes to clean up and it just felt like eternity. LeBron sitting under the basket. There's just weird stuff that you forgot that happened. So check back in. We'll be watching all those games. We'll be talking about them, doing a recap, and then interviewing somebody after that. And uh, it'll be awesome. So there you go. That's what we're going to do next week. All right. Before we get to our two topics, I also want to talk about this. This guy, Andy Bailey, who is a uh, writer for Bleacher Report and FanDrag Sports. He, uh, he tweeted out, and he did this thread on Twitter of every team's death lineup. And if you don't know what a death lineup is, that's the Warriors lineup that had uh, it had Curry, Thompson, and it, it used to have Iguodala, Harrison Barnes, and Draymond Green. That was what, that was what the death lineup was in 2015-16. No, 14-15? 15-16. I don't know. The first, the first year they won the title. And so it was 14-15. So the first year they won the title, they had this lineup that they would throw out, and it would just destroy people. And it's just you don't know how to guard it. You don't. Nobody had enough wings to try to guard all those guys. You threw a big out there, and they just put them in pick and rolls, and you know ran them out of the gym. And so he decided to put together a death lineup for every single team. And some of them were really sad, like the Bulls. <laughs> the Bulls <laughs> one was so sad, man. You just look at it, and like their two starting guards were Wade and Levine, and then it had like Miritich in it. <laughs> It's just super sad. Miritich was like their five. Yeah, and then he did the Mavericks, which was pretty good up until the final one, and then I'll let you take over, Isaac. 
this is his death lineup, which is like your best optimal lineup, which is, you know, a great lineup for the team. Dennis Smith Jr., okay. Seth Curry, okay. Wes Matthews, okay. Harrison Barnes, okay. And Dwight Powell. Andy, what are you doing? <laughs> this is Andy's Andy's the most gun hole Utah Jazz reporter slash fan and actually respected because he is so biased towards the Jazz. But um anyway, no, I is Dwight Powell's not in our death lineup. I just switch out Nerlens for Dwight. I mean, it's no no reason to get all like fancy with it because I mean Nerlens it's not like Nerlens is Valenzuelas or something. Like the I think you're talking about the wrong Andy. Andy Bailey? Andy Larson is the jazz guy. Uh, Andy Bailey it does jazz a lot too. Does he's he do? Okay, fan. all right. He's too, a big fan. Yeah. There's too many Andys covering jazz Cause, stuff. Because me and Andy Bailey, we've went back and forth before, like joking, and we joked about Shelvin Mack last year because he really liked him. And um, anyway, anyway, continue. So with uh, <laughs> about Dwight Powell, <laughs> what what makes the death lineup with the Warriors so unique is it all hinges on Draymond playing the five and having the body yep. to. Yeah, you know, to to body up a lot of the centers in the league, and but with Nerlens, Nerlens is part of that death lineup. I mean, he's six ten, six eleven, and he's super athletic, and that's why we're so intrigued with him staying in Dallas because he's not somebody you have to take off the floor. Like he can, he he, he might not be able to stretch, you know, stretch the court out. And I don't know if that's where Andy was going with Dwight Powell, but I don't know if I, I might take Nerlens in a three point shootout. But uh, <laughs> stop. But uh, anyway, no, I just take Nerlens out, and that would be our. Uh, if you want to have a death lineup in Dallas, just replace Dwight with Nerlens. Yeah, and I think he either wanted to go with all guys that can shoot, which is like why he went with Mirotic at the five for the Bulls, you know, instead of somebody else, or like even the Clippers didn't have DeAndre Jordan in it, uh, and which is kind of weird. But I think he just wanted to go with all guys that were, you know, potent on both offense, you know, and maybe not as much defense. Like just how do you take Meritage over Markinen though? I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get that either. Maybe Markinen was in it. I don't know. I can't remember it. But uh, uh, and maybe he also was going for guys that were signed um, as well. So I, I could I could see that being a reason. However, if he did, you still put Dirk ahead of Dwight Powell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. Right? Like, even still, at this point, 20 years into his career, you put Dirk ahead of Dwight Powell for a death lineup. Well. For shooting. Yeah. Just just shooting. You just have for him shooting. as a trailer. But a part of their death lineup is the fact that they can switch everything defensively. And, this lineup ain't lock. switching anything. Dirk ain't switching anything. This so. lineup's not switching anything either. You have Dennis Smith Jr. and Seth. And you have West. Yeah, but they, they're athletically enough to where they could switch it. You know, they could switch off. I mean, if Steph Curry's in the backcourt, and that's a lineup, that's a death lineup. So, I mean, yeah, but but because you also have Clay, you have Iguodala, you had Harrison Barnes, you yeah. had you know those guys. So that's at least a bunch. You have two guys on there that can't switch to anybody, and then Dwight, you know, Powell. I guess I guess he could. He's he's switchy. I would, he's switchable. I would take I would take my chances on Seth or Dennis guarding another point guard in the league than Dirk guarding guarding somebody like Draymond. That's if fair. That makes sense. That's fair. Totally understandable. We've talked too much about this. All right. So <laughs> moving on from the fake death lineup, the schedule came out and uh, yay! <laughs> it yeah. allows it allows us to, to plan the, our next you know seven months. 
how's how's your mindset changed with the schedule since we became credentialed reporters? Oh, completely. Because you start looking at you know what's the longest home stand. You start looking at where are they away. You start looking at when the games are, when those weird like you know earlier games are. You know, start looking at stuff like that. Because um, there's yeah. some of those weeks that it feels like we live up there. Yeah, it feels like we we honestly I see you more than I do my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Cause you have those you have those ones where there's four games in a week, four home yeah. games in like a four game homestand, which they have, uh, they have three of those. They have three four game homestands, which uh, are good. I like those, but you're just there a lot. In uh, but yeah. it's awesome. I mean, I can't complain. I'm not going to complain at all about any of this. So, no, no, no. It's it's awesome. I think the only mindset is. You know, before I, I was in this business, it was like as a fan. So I was looking at like what teams I'm marking on my calendar. And I mean, we're still marking. I mean, we're still fans. I still say I'm a fan first, but um, I'm still looking at my schedule. I mean, I already seen the Warriors come really quick. So yeah, I mean, it gives you something to look forward to uh, pretty quick instead of like, hey, we're going to play the Hawks in Brooklyn and somebody else that sucks. And Which is really not a team. There's really not a team in the league that you just like. I mean, without outside of Brooklyn, I mean, but even, other even Brooklyn now has D'Angelo Russell, and they're a little interesting. And they have you know Alan Crabb now. They at least have some interesting Quincy, things. Quincy, Quincy, Levert, Karis Levert also. Yeah, Quincy AC coming back is you know we enjoy him. Yeah, and but like I mean, even like the even like the Lakers, you know, that would be fun just to see their young crew. The Lakers are awesome. <laughs> oh, we know. Nick, <laughs> no. Nick will be Nick will be wearing his jersey underneath his like. Fancy attire. My BBB jersey. Your BBB jersey. It's just going to say ball instead of a number two. It's just going to have three Bs on it. <laughs> uh, so, but no, I mean, it, I, I noticed that they have some uh, heavy hitters in the first like quarter of their schedule. Oof. This is, uh, I tweeted this out earlier, but these are the these are the point guards that Dennis Smith Jr. is going up against to start his career. Dennis Schroeder, okay. De'Aaron Fox or George Hill, either one of those. Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Mike Conley twice in a row, Markel Fultz, and Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Welcome to the NBA. So he plays Chris Paul, Curry, Conley, Conley. Yeah, in a four-game stretch. That one, that one, he's gonna wake up. You know, that is big stuff. Yeah, because I mean, it'll be, it'll be fun to see him against like his boys that he's played against forever, like Fox and them. But yeah, I, I want to see him against like Chris Paul because I remember last year when Yogi played Chris Paul. And they were like exchanging words because like Yogi, you know, was up in his grill, and I just remember Chris Paul just hounding me in his ear the whole time, and I just wonder how Dennis is going to react to stuff like that. Dennis is going to be one of those guys that's just like cool, calm, and just like Chris Paul's going to be yapping, and then he's just going to be nothing. He's the guy that's not going to say anything, and he's going to casually walk by you and be like, "I'm about to pound this on your head," <laughs> and, and just like and walk will. away and just yam it. Yeah, the but. the interesting thing is going to be just the wake up call from the preseason to the the regular season, because this is the preseason. I can't remember when this came out. We didn't talk about it, but uh, they play the Bucks, the Bulls, the Magic twice, the Hawks, and the Hornets. <laughs> well, preseason so it's so weird, especially with yeah. somebody like Dallas, because I mean we're not going to see half the team. I mean Dirk's barely going to play. All a lot of the veterans are going to barely you know barely play. So it's just going to be a tryout for these. You know, the second half of preseason games, they're rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. They definitely are. And so with those teams, they're going to be even more rough. Like, what if the, the Orlando decides to not play like Jonathan Isaac the second half of games? Just, 
it could. And it could Eric be, Gordon, it, you're just like, ugh, what do we watch now? It could be the exact opposite, though, because it could be somebody like Orlando that's like, hey, I want to see what we got. Like, we're trying to put yeah. crap together. We got so many young pieces. We're trying to fit stuff together, and we're out there throwing, you know, Malik Waynes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and for, card for PJ 30, Dozier. For 30 uh, minutes, so. The, uh, the Magic also sitting, let's say they do sit Isaac or Gordon, you know, for the second half. That's when we get the Hazonia game. That, That's what I'm talking that, about. <laughs> I'm actually excited about that. Hazonia's going to drop like 40. <laughs> there you go. All right, some other notable games. You, you mentioned that we had the Warriors coming up early. These are all home games. So these are all, if you live in the Dallas area and you want to go to some games, if you want to use SeatGeek, go ahead and uh, these are some of the games that you should look at. October 23rd, Golden State. November 11th is when the Cavs are coming to town, the, the only time. Then uh, Minnesota comes to town November 17th. Boston, November 20th. I have 20th. that circled. Yeah, Minnesota comes to town November 17th and then March 30th. So we get a beginning of the season and then towards the end of the season, which I think will be good because that Minnesota team could be you know, sky high or they could be, you know. Wait, just, what, what day did you say the Minnesota game was? November 17th and March 30th. It's two days after my wife's birthday. I don't think she would take that as a birthday present. And then they also play. Uh, let's say they play OKC twice at home, November twenty fifth, and then February twenty eighth. And they play Houston twice at home, January twenty fifth and March eleventh. Hmm. And Golden State twice at home as well. So that October twenty third game, and then January third as well. So. Well, we have to play New Orleans twice at home also. I mean, okay. <laughs> Because they're all in our division, so we have to play them twice. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are just some notable games. Uh, some Rondo, that, Rondo comes to Dallas twice so <laughs> to, to destroy the Pelicans from within. Because <laughs> Mary, he didn't even come, he didn't even make the trip with Chicago last year, did he? No, he didn't. I remember that because I was going to write yeah. a piece on it, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Man, I'm glad I didn't write that piece." <laughs> he didn't even welcome, sh- welcome back, Rajon. Didn't even Looking show up. To it. All right, so that's enough about the schedule. We'll talk maybe more about it tomorrow. We didn't get a, a ton of time today to look at it, um, so maybe we'll look and find some more stuff tomorrow. But this is what we got today. Let's do our all-time team. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Okay, we're both going to do 12 players. I know there's 15, now there's 17 on a roster. I'm not going to pick two-way players for, a, for an all-time team roster. <laughs> we're not going to do that. So we're just yeah, going to do... Brad Davis, take a two-way. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> Your jersey's in the rafters. Now go down to the D League. <laughs> so this is our all. T- these are our all time rosters. Uh, I think there's a consensus top Uh-oh. eight. Okay, that I think everybody should have. And let's see if we agree on this. Okay, so just get. Let's just. I'll just give you these this, these eight names, and we'll see if okay. we disagree on any of them. Okay. No, you're going to confuse me, Nick. What? I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to tell I'm you the names. I'm about the position. Well, no, no, no. I'm just going to tell you the names, and then you tell me if you have if you don't have them on the team. Okay. Okay. Dirk, 
No, no, just kidding. Jeez. <laughs> if you made this team without Dirk, would it beat any other team? <laughs> would it beat any other teams all time? You should ne- never be allowed to talk about basketball again. Okay, Jet, Jason Terry. Barely. Barely? Okay. Yeah. I, I put him because I put stock in that 2011 finals. I'm also watching it right now, and he's been balling out. So, so you have everybody. You have Stevenson in there. <laughs> Deshaun, baby. Okay, Nash. Okay. <laughs> you want you want to pick one that's not that I don't have. No. Uh, no. Rolando Blackman. Yes. Confidence, baby, confidence. Gosh, I got I got hated on for my take on him, but anyway, Michael Finley. Uh, yes. Tyson Chandler. Yes. For his two years, that gosh, that's it's it's just insane to me. It's so yeah, weird it to me that he is like the best center in franchise history. He played two separate one year stints. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Yes. Mark Aguirre. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. That's the, that's the consensus eight. And then I think the next four are tough. So give me your next four. Um. So we had Jason Terry. Yep. I'm trying to look at my list. Jason Terry was uh, a maybe for me, and but he made my final twelve. Um. Wait. You didn't even say Derek Harper. Derek Harper, I was going back and forth on. Oh my gosh, you didn't put Derek Harper. You just have so many guards on this. He's he's third in franchise history in minutes played. I know. Well, do you know that? You know who? Okay, so this is these are my guards. Ten and a half seasons. Okay, so most of the guards are on there. You have Nash and Kidd at your point guard, Rolando and Jet as your you know your two guards, and then your backup guards. You're like, man, I just have so many point guards because Jet's technically a point guard. You know, you're taking Jet. Wait, you're taking Jet over Aguirre too. No, no, no. I have Aguirre. You're talking, you're talking about Harper? No, no, no. Well, you just said you have Roe and Jet as your two guards. And yeah, like, and I put I put Aguirre. I had, to put a, I had to put Aguirre at three. <laughs> There's just too many guards. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and Finley at three as well. And yeah, uh, Which he normally, usually was at three at some point. But um, So then I was like, all right, Brad Davis or Derek Harper? Because who were the, you know, name the top three Mavericks in games played. I mean, Dirk, I was going to say, I mean, um, Dirk, Rowe, and Brad? Nope. Dirk, Brad Dirk. Davis, and Derek Harper. Those are the okay. three in, in games played. And so I'm like, all right, well, i got to include, if not both of them, one of them. <laughs> you know, I have to include one of these guys. And uh, for me, just having Jet on the team, I feel like, I don't know, I guess you could talk me out of it, but the guy would just ball out. And he was on like, both. He yeah. was on both of the you know the finals teams. Yeah, I mean I like Jet. I I went like I went guards, wings, and bigs. And in my wings category, I put Finley, Derek Harper. I moved Harper up to my wings and left Aguirre as my starting two in this hypothetical scenario. Um, you know, but I was just say I got a lot of hate on Twitter because I put Aguirre over Rowe. and. I just think Aguirre is a better overall player than what Rowe was. And it's no disrespect to Rowe, but Aguirre averaged like 24 points a game for like yeah. six seasons. I mean, he's a three-time All-Star for Dallas. And, I mean, I know Blackman, I mean, he was like a three- or four-time All-Star for Dallas too. But, four. you know, I think Aguirre, I don't have this in front of me, but I think Aguirre, like, career average in Dallas was like 24 and like maybe five or six rebounds a game. 
and a three-time All-Star. I mean, that's that's putting up some major points. Yeah, but, some some of that was a little bit good stats on a bad team. Yeah, I mean, could so, you not say that about Blackman though? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you can say that about anybody pre-Dirk. <laughs> but I mean, that's, like that's the thing. It wasn't meant no, to no disrespect to like, but like our boy, you know. Hendo, like Chris, was like, man, you disrespected Blackman. I'm like, I don't disrespect him. I'm just taking to my... Am I like disrespecting it, Harrison Barnes? Like, I like yeah, Harrison right? Barnes like, a lot, but he's not even on my list. It's disrespect if you didn't put him on the team. So, all right. So, I'm trying to decide who my third guard is between Brad Davis and Derek Harper. And you know what I did? Just please don't tell me you flipped a coin. I picked Dennis Smith Jr. He's my third guard. No, no you off- didn't. <laughs> just kidding. He did not. Nope. I put both of them on there. I just decided to put both... Harp, I'm playing go. him at two at some point. I'm got Brad Davis. Got to include both of them. The guys, I mean, they played more games than anybody else besides, you know, the big Germans. So, yeah, had those two guys, and then my last two, uh, Josh Howard and Sean Marion. Ooh, I have Josh Howard too. I love Josh Howard. He gets looked over, I think, from a lot of people. Um, I thought he had so much potential, but he was just one of my favorite. You know, Mavericks wasn't that great through a little span there, but I just love Josh Howard. But I had Josh Howard on my team, too. Um, wait, did you not put Roy Tarpley? No. Oh, I man. decided to go with both the guards instead. Okay. I went with four bigs. I had Dirk. Um, I had Tyson. I went with the boy, Blinko. Sean Bradley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I it was did. either him or Brad Davis for me, and I was like... First off, he's a perfect guy to have on 2K, and because they just, <laughs> just love just to see a giant the there. But he is like I put in my piece here. He he played eight and a half seasons in Dallas. Yeah, he's fourth in the franchise in rebounds and first in franchise history in blocks. So, I know he's kind of like made fun of a lot because he's always on posters, but he's actually in some Mavericks record books. But he was NBA. on Space Jam. Exactly. That's why he's on my team. <laughs> But man, Roy Tarpley, like, if there's some, like, old school people that's listening to this, they, they, there's probably a lot of people that's going to put Tarpley over Tyson as the starting center. Wow. Um, if they're, like, kind of old school with that stuff. But, like, he spent his whole career in Dallas, but he had a weird, and he balled. Man, he had, like, a 2011 season. I mean, he had a double double for, like, five or six seasons, but he had, you know, he had his big suspension there. And, he was suspended for three years, <laughs> so Jeez. I mean that, that was huge, and that was right in the prime of his career. And then he came back and uh, didn't stay. But but in his six seasons, he you know he pretty much played five, suspended for three, played another one. I mean, all six of them were in Dallas. But I mean, he I mean rebounds. You look at the rebound stats for franchise history. I mean he's what first, I haven't wrote down. He's first in franchise history in total rebound percentage. Um, second in franchise history behind Tyson in rebounds per game, so he's kind of a forgotten Maverick too. If you're if you're making a forgotten Maverick, um, you know Brad Davis would probably be in that. Even though fan, fans know more about Brad Davis because he's around the team and his jerseys know, in the rafters. Jerseys in the rafter. You still see him all the time. We see him at practice all the time. So I mean that. I will say one that. Um, that challenged Josh Howard for me. It just went as a preference for Josh Howard. Um, was Mashburn? Yep. Mashburn had a short, you know, his 
He actually played for Dallas more than any other team in his career, which is kind of surprising when you think about it, or at least for me. Yeah, it felt like he like bounced around a little bit. And you th- you think about him in the Charlotte jersey a little bit, and you know, there's yeah, he bounced around. Mashburn, there's that there's that one team that had three guys that scored twenty points. Is Mashburn, Jim Jackson, and Jay Vincent. Hmm. So none of those guys ended up making the team for me, but they got some they got some honorable mention. You know who else got an honorable mention for me? Harrison Barnes, JJ Barea. He's in, hey, top, he's in top solid. 10 in games played for the Mavericks. Yeah. And uh, was really good, but there's just too many good guards. If he, if, if J.J. Barea would have been a center, he would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, let me ask you this one. So if you're making the starters, who's your starters? Okay, this is what I end up with my starters. And and I wanted I want to mention, I did I did not give it any love to Roy Tarpley. That was, I, that was an oversight on my part. I did not grow up here. <laughs> I had no, I have no recollection he, of watching Roy, Roy he's Tarpley. Easy, at he's all. easily forgotten, though. Yeah, so good on your part. All right, I ended up starting Nash at, at starting point guard instead of Kid. Um, Rolando at two, Finley at, at the wing, Dirk and Tyson, and then my bench. I'm going Kid next, then Jet, then Aguirre, then Marion, and then I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna play Dirk at five a lot. And I'm going to put Marion at four. I'm going to put Josh Howard at four as well. I'm going to play small ball when I when I take uh, Tyson off the floor. And then if I need to put Tyson back, I can whenever I want. So, And then I have Brad Davis and Derek Harper as my end of the bench guys. And I, I wanted to put Sean Bradley, and then I was just like, he's not going to play on this team. So Him and Tyson together in the same lineup. <laughs> just play them together. So, yeah, I started Nash, <laughs> Rolo, uh, Finley, Dirk, and Tyson. Yeah, I like that you started Nash. Because I did too, and I feel like a majority of people would put Kid on there. That's one of those where I I would say okay, just like Aguirre and Blackman. Even though I prefer Aguirre to Blackman, if people switch them out, I'm okay with it. I'm okay if people switch Kid yeah. and Nash in a starting lineup too. Um, but I don't know. I just I think Nash is a better overall player. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this too. Are you just considering their careers? Are you considering right. their time in Dallas? Uh, or like like you were you were putting a lot of stock into how much like we were putting stock in how many games they've played and like longevity yeah, exactly. with the team you know because I mean for for other teams if you have a guy like Tyson who plays like a really good one or two years you know they probably won't make it you know but yeah but for the, the Mavericks you know they have that position you know of need there I wonder how many franchises though in the league have a player that meant as much that's only spent two years. Like, cause I've I've heard people throw out the idea that oh Dallas should retire Tyson's number, yeah, and it's and not like, ridiculous, which is and yeah, and he and he only played two years, so like I just wonder, you know, it's another topic later on, but like how many players have only spent two years but had that big of an impact on a franchise that Tyson did? Because even yeah, now, I'd have, I mean, I'd have to Tyson think about comes, that. Tyson comes back. I mean, everybody's just that sounds like a good pod know. idea or a good art, good piece idea. Everybody's just talking about how great Tyson is and he is I mean literally I've never ever heard anything bad about Tyson Chandler from other teams from Mavs organizational people to teammates never like it's just you know, crazy and and he was like super nice to me and when I met him this year and I got that quote about Dirk and I mean he didn't have to he didn't have to give me some big long thing about how much he loves Dirk and how much he's a brother and all that stuff but he did and it was the first time he ever seen me so that was he, really nice he missed him, him. <laughs> he does. He was sick of playing with Marquise Chris. <laughs> he's, he's just tired of babysitting him. <laughs> All right, so to clarify, to, to re- reiterate our teams, 
Mine was Dirk, Jet, Nash, Rolando, Michael Finley, Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd, Mark Aguirre, Sean Marion, Josh Hour, Derek Harper, and Brad Davis. That was my twelve. I guess what are uh, I had when in my backcourt I had Nash, Aguirre, Blackman, Kidd, and Jet. On the wings I had Finley, I had Derek Harper, I had Josh Howard, and my bigs I had Dirk, Tyson, Sean, Bradley, and Roy Tarpley. Dang, so you I big, did have a lot of bigs. I did. Well, I just kind of went like each category. Not if I was like trying to win, you know, obviously having Tarpley, Bradley, and Tyson. <laughs> I'm trying to win, man. I'm going positionless. <laughs> trying to win here. The, <laughs> um, but what what were our only differences? Brad Davis. Like, who did you have that in? Our, our bottom our bottom four was different. So we both had Derek Harper. We didn't have Brad Davis. Uh, you didn't have Sean Marion. And, okay. Uh, yeah. I think that was it. Just those two. Cause you had so Jack. Brad Davis and Sean Marion and the two I had that you didn't have. Bradley and Tar- Roy Tarpley. Tar- Tarpley and Bradley. Yeah, so, I like Brad. I like Brad Davis a lot. I wish I could put him on there, but I went with Terry over him. Yeah, had to include him. Had to include both of those dudes. They played so many games for him. It's just like, how many players yeah. you know played more games than anybody else and <laughs> won't make an all-time team? So there Let's you go. See. Those are our teams. Please tweet us your teams. I really want to see people's teams, uh, especially Mavericks fans that have been fans for like a long time. Like longer than you know, ten years. So tweet us your teams at Nick Van Exit, Isaac Harris NBA at Locked On Mavs. And yeah, and two K. I mean, if you're a two K player, holler. I love two K. Every year, you know, they put retro, they put classic teams on there, and you know, this is not the classic teams. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a. Whole, this is a whole different category of all time teams. So this is going to be awesome, especially when you look at some of these other teams. Like, who's your boys going to put on there? The Lakers. Like the La- Lakers. I mean, what's your Oof. starting lineup for the Lakers? Kobe, Kareem. No, yeah, you do. You do Magic, Kobe, Worthy, Kareem, and Shaq. <laughs> if Kareem and Shaq on there, you might. I mean, you have to, right? Like, who else are you gonna put there? It's just a crazy lineup. And you have Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West. Try. Th- <laughs> try I'm super. Throw in I'm there. super intrigued on how how they put all these people on the game too, because. Especially when you get into older players, there's so much like copyright stuff and just like Barkley. I mean, you notice you. Well, yeah. You hardly, Michael Jordan wasn't wasn't in NBA games for like ever. Yeah. So you just wonder how that's going to be in some of these teams. Of are you going to have? I guess the Chicago team's going to have what Derrick Rose and MJ. Dang, Derrick Rose, point. Michael Jordan. There's probably another point guard we're totally missing. Scottie Pippen. Randy Brown, Ron Harper, um, Lori Markinen. There you go, Miritich. Miritich. But, <laughs> but I wonder. I would like to. Maybe it's something we can talk about later on too. Like how how this all time Mavericks team, when it does come out, and we know who's going to be on the game, how it would honestly stack up. Like if you had to rank them all, and they all played a hypothetical season, where they would end up in the seedings. Yeah, the other thing that's weird about this is, do you count, like, Tyson Chandler won a, a Defensive Player of the Year, and he was pretty much that player when he came to the Mavericks, but he didn't win it with the Mavericks. And then Steve Nash obviously went and played with D'Antoni and won two MVPs, but you're not getting that Steve Nash, you yeah. know? And you're not getting that Jason Kidd when he took the, you know, the Nets to the finals. You're not getting that guy. So it's just... Are you going to have, like, Nash against Nash? you playing Phoenix? Oh, and... that's weird. <laughs> That's start weird. getting into, into all that. But. Or kid against kid if you're playing the Nets. 
Yeah. Oh, man. That Nets team with Todd McCullough at center and Kenyon Martin and Vince and Richard Jefferson and Kidd. That was one of my favorite teams ever. That was a great team. I have a I have a Vince Carter Nets jersey in my closet somewhere. Oh, Vincent. That you would love. So, all right. There you go. That's our a shortened version of Lockdown Maps today. This is how long it normally should be. <laughs> but we're Technically. Just, we're just insane individuals. So, actually, it should be shorter than this. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, uh, S- guys, St. Lazarus, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, last week, our numbers were incredible. <laughs> it's like insane. As good as, you know, basically as good as draft week and summer league week. And psh, I can't explain it. We're in the middle of August. Maybe there's just no pods to listen to out there. <laughs> Guys, you know what? I enjoy reading. There's always going to be trolls that hate and all this stuff. Which we don't I, have many, though. Cool, cool. Whatever floats your boat. But the, the but the people who reach out and like compliment on certain days like today where I'm sick and I've been at work all day and I'm like, man, you know what? A pod might not be the funnest thing to do tonight. But I'm like, you know what? There's actually fans out there that enjoy listening to this at work. So... I do. We do enjoy. At least I do. I enjoy seeing tweets. I enjoy people reaching out and saying, "We appreciate it. We like it." If you don't like it, don't tweet me because I don't really care about you. I <laughs> and I hate all you. of it. I hate everything. I hate all the tweets. I hate all the Reddit comments. I hate all the iTunes reviews. I don't read don't, any of it. Don't write me on Reddit because I'll never see it unless Nick Nick, Nick screenshots it. And people call me by name on Reddit now. It's like, dang it, everybody knows my Why name. Why did you now. even try to hide behind your username on Reddit? What was it again? Or? All right, so this is okay. So now that we're at the end of this pod, and people have probably gone by now, this is why you hide behind the name on Reddit, okay? When I this first, is why I don't like Reddit. When I people first hide started names. out, I was writing on my own blog. It was a WordPress site. It's called Open Practice. I think it's it's still out there. I think I, it's nickangsted.com now. And uh, so I started writing my own stuff. Just you know, guys told guys in the industry told me. Start somewhere, you know, write stuff, write every day, write, you know, did stuff Did you start that's a Patron site or a Patreon site? And I did not start a Patron site. Pay $3 pa- a month? Patreon. No, I did not. Uh, so I just started writing stuff and I just started Wait, post- is it really called Patreon? Patreon, yeah. Did you call? Oh, did you crap. really think it was called Patron? I call it Patron. I'm going to keep on calling it Patron. <laughs> Yo, I thought you were just messing like I said raccoon. Site, I thought you were just messing around like I said raccoon instead of raccoon. <laughs> no, I actually thought. Anyway, keep on going. You started the site. By the way, we never talked about that uh, that NBC reporter that that tweeted that picture of that guy with a raccoon on his shoulder <laughs> at a liquor store. <laughs> oh, Texas. Okay, yeah. so uh, so I started and I just was writing anywhere, and you just got you just got to throw it places and see if it, you can get some traction. And so Reddit NBA was a really good spot for me to try to throw my stuff you know on and then sometimes it'll get traction sometimes you get you know some upvotes and you know get some views and then maybe that will turn it i didn't know so i was just trying stuff and uh one time i had my it was my own name it was like reddit user nick angstead posted it and some dude commented and said he's like holy crap this guy is you know the user is nick angstead and the guy that wrote this is nick angstead what is he doing and apparently on Reddit, you're not supposed to post your own stuff on it. And so some uh, some Reddit, you know, some subreddits are better than others at, you know, f- sorting through all of them and then pulling out the guys that try to promote their own stuff. And so huh. they, w- they would remove, and I actually, 
when we started the Seeing Stars podcast, I actually got removed from the Cowboys Reddit. I'm not allowed to post anything on Cowboys Reddit because I kept posting the Seeing Stars podcast on there, and they didn't like it. So, Interesting. I got removed from that. So I decided to change it. I changed it to my, my username that I have now, which is not my name. And, uh, yeah, that's why we're here. So that was Reddit that was, 101 session. That was three minutes on, you know, on Reddit. So there you go, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember to, you know, subscribe on iTunes. And then while you're on iTunes, go and give us a review. Give us five stars. Tell us your favorite moment from the 2011 finals. We would really appreciate it. We love reading them. Uh, I just want to see what people's favorite memories are because I was not a Mavs fan then. And uh, I did not live it here in Dallas. I was somewhere else at the time. So really want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, and I'm excited to talk to some of these guys this week. I'm excited. I'm actually talking to Chuck Cooper's team tomorrow uh, about the 2011 Mavericks. So I'm excited to hear his take on it. And, uh, yeah, be back for the finals week. It's going to be awesome. Finals review week. Finals review week. That's a bad finals. name. We'll come up with a better name. Tweet yeah. us a better name. Finals playback. Finals 2011 finals. Uh, time travel. You are locked um, on 2011 finals. <laughs> it is going to be kind of it, on a serious note. It is going to be kind of like a time travel back because, I mean, each pod is going to be dedicated to that. We're going to talk about everything leading up to the games, what happened in the games, and then the second half of the podcast, Nick's going to be talking to, you know, he's listed the guest that's going to be there that was that was there during the series that can speak into it. So it's just really going to be, and I'll say this too, it's for fans also that it's for the diehards that will enjoy it, but maybe you're kind of an on the fence, like, you know, Mavs fan or a new Mavs fan that didn't, yeah. you know, that knows bits and pieces about it. And you know that Dirk, you know, played well, that you know they beat LeBron and they have a title, but you don't know any of the really details about it. So this is a pod for you. If you got some friends or something, you're like, what you laughing about? You, you learn from Isaac just how much LeBron sucked in the finals of 2011. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever that guy out there that tweeted at me or didn't like me because I said something about LeBron, bro, you better just unsubscribe for a whole week next week. You better not even listen because this is going to be one of my favorite weeks. Because I'm going to ask, I'm going to keep on asking, asking Nick, Nick, hey, uh, can you give me a LeBron stat line for uh, that game? <laughs> Let's talk about his fourth quarter numbers because oh, his fourth geez. quarter numbers in that series, wow, they're bad. They're really looking bad. Looking forward to it. All right, so check back in then. Give us your reviews. Give us your favorite moment, 2011 Finals. Appreciate it, guys. And go check out on MavsMoneyBall.com. Go check out the roundtable of all of the all-time Mavs teams that were put together by some of our writers. Some interesting picks in there, some that I completely disagree with, some that I think you will disagree with. So go and check that out. Yeah. Peace out.